Welcome to another episode of the Money and Business Hero podcast, where we talk about the three pillars of financial success, money mindset, money management, and money making. My name is Florian Fritz, and my guest today, Sean Tepper, is the founder and CEO of TYKR, a software that helps people manage their own investment with confidence. He originally created it as an Excel sheet in 2016 to save time with investing. But after only four years, he made consistent returns between 15 and 50% per year. So he started sharing the Excel with other people to help them. And they suggested to make it a software to share with more people. So a year later, 2020, software came out. And by now it has over 8,000 customers in over 50 countries. So helping thousands of people investing with more success. Welcome to the show, Sean. Great to have you here. Hey, thanks for the invite, Florian. Your intro there. Appreciate it. That was perfect. Thank you. What I totally forgot to ask you is how do you actually pronounce your name? Do you? Use... Uh, it's a ticker, like a ticker symbol is T-Y-K-R and then my name's Sean Tepper. Okay. So ticker. Okay, great. Uh, how, now, how did you become the investing expert so you would know what to put in that Excel? Yeah, I'll give you the backstory here, which is kind of fun. <laughs> so I'll try to take like two two minutes or so. So my background is primarily in tech. Um, really started my journey in 2006. I went to work for an ad agency. Um, realized that ad, ad agencies make the majority of their money through software engineering websites. Um, this particular agency was uh, producing TV commercials and doing a lot of video work. They did graphic design, they had magazines, but I, I ask a lot of questions when I work for people and learn that, hey, software is where you want to be. So I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, so I thought, hey, let's learn the business, and then I want to create my own business a year later. So I had an agency from 2006 through 2010, and we helped a lot of small and mid-sized businesses with websites, with video, with graphic design. I made like no money because it was the recession, um, but I was able to scale my team up kind of at my own expense, but by scaling my team, I was able to help more customers. The last year, we finally started to make some money. That was the fourth year, 2010. Um, and we went through a merger. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I needed to part way with this business. I was pretty burnt out. Um, and at that moment, I I didn't get any kind of like big check, like, hey, here's a check for a million dollars. We just bought your business. It was none of that. It was all debts and liabilities of the business wiped clean. So it gave me a, a clean start. And to pause for a second, what I learned over those four years was a lot about business because we worked from everything from restaurants to manufacturing companies to e-commerce businesses to hair salons to you name it we served it and i learned hey what's a scalable business and what's not so scalable and how do these businesses grow and at that moment i realized that hey a SaaS business offers a service to me is like that's the coup de gras that's the the best of the best um, unfortunately, I didn't have any good SaaS ideas, so path of least resistance, I went to work for large corporations, and I, I said, I'm only going to work for like corporations for like one or two years. That turned into 12 years, so it was really 2010 to 2022, finally went full-time with Ticker in 2023, but anyway, when I started working for the large corporates and I got that fresh start, I said, hey, I want to, how do I flip the equation from working for money to making money? work for me. And I knew that investing is where you want to be. So I started, my strategy was a little more unorthodox. I decided to get into angel investing, which is investing in private companies. 
I thought, hey, I'm a smart guy. I went through a merger, I had my business sold, and I can invest in new tech startups and watch them to go do a thousand percent. Needless to say, that never happened. <laughs> um, so I did that for about five years. My I made some money, lost some money. My returns were about zero percent, and I hit pause and I said, you know what? This isn't working. Let's turn to Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger and figure out the stock market. So um, I went down the YouTube rabbit hole. I read as many books out there as I could, a lot of dry, boring material. And then I found a guy by the name of Phil Town who wrote a few books and provided some of the math with investing. And just to take a step back, Warren and Charlie have talked about beating the market consistently. And the question is, how are they doing that? Well, we know they're not gambling men. These are not men who are using emotions or feelings or beliefs, which means this is my software engineering uh, mindset is like, okay, so they're using some sort of logic. And I'm like, okay, I can figure out that logic. So that's when I went down the YouTube rabbit hole, read all the books, found Phil Town. And then I took the equations that he had, put them into an Excel sheet, but then added my own flair. I kind of gamified the experience with a point system and higher the score from zero to 100, the safer the stock, this is value investing. And then the higher the margin of safety, the higher the returns I can make. So I'm like, okay, let's let's start using my own money. And the first year I had 15%, the second year I had 16%, my confidence increased. I decided to sell my ETFs and went all in on individual stocks and my returns went up to 80%. And then over the course, it's now like eight or nine years I've been using Taker. I, my returns are probably closer to 50% on average. But anyway, as you said in the intro there, brought me to 2019, started sharing this Excel sheet with others. And everybody's like, hey, when are you going to turn this into a, a software so we can use it? And as you said, it took about a year to build, went live. So my my dream of becoming a SaaS entrepreneur, it was only like 10 years to really come up with an idea <laughs> and execute. Um, but yeah, as of today, we've got about uh, a little over 8,000 customers in 50 countries, including Austria, where you're located. And um, our we're really proud of this. Our trust pilot score is a 4.9 out of 5. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. To, to managing having the, the SaaS business. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate and it. Of course, the uh, investment success. Now, most people have mutual funds, right? In their retirement funds. And right. I think the right. stock market is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> what would you tell them? Okay. So what we do is we're really big on tickers, really big on education. So we lean into screening stocks and then we, we teach people how to invest. And there's one of the things we talk about is there's wealth building mode and there's wealth protection mode. If you are still working and you have a timeline horizon to achieve financial independence or retirement, you want to be in wealth building mode, which means you need to be doing Warren Buffett style going into individual stocks. The reason is uh, your 401k, mutual funds, index funds, ETFs, they're a bundle of stocks. And the majority of those stocks are weaker businesses holding you back. That's what I learned when I was making 15 and then 16%. I was like, most of these stocks are holding me back. I sold those stocks and then I was getting 80% that next year. And as you said, 50 or you learn 50% are my returns. So when you're in those funds, you should only be using those funds when you're in wealth protection mode. So that's when you're nearing financial independence or nearing retirement, then start to move to those bundled 
products. I'm still a fan of a 401k if you can get a match, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. You do want to be in individual stocks because you're going to accelerate your wealth building process. So that's the difference. Wealth building versus wealth protection. Okay, cool. Very, very cool. Now, how do I, if I'm in the wealth building mode, okay? Yep. And I want, want to find those companies. Uh, how do I define a good company? Uh, you could do it manual, which we do teach. We always tell people, you'll appreciate this. We always say, hey, we'll teach you how to do this on your own. So you can use Yahoo Finance or Market Watch or any free site. Although ticker is going to save you a considerable amount of time. So what we do is we score the stocks, you know, on sale, watch overpriced. You want to look for those on sale stocks. On sale pretty much means a score of 50 or higher and a margin of safety of 50 or higher. And most stocks do not hit on sale. It's actually pretty hard and give you context. As of the recording this video, we have about 30,000 stocks on ticker. Only about five have a perfect score out of 100. It's very hard to get there. So if you can get to a higher score, those are some stronger businesses that typically do beat the market. Okay, so if something has a score of 100, it's actually a pretty good deal to buy now. It's uh, That means sale? Yeah, and, uh, with what rolls up into that, uh, that margin of safety, that's that fair value. And I could talk about that a little bit, but it's essentially the projected share price in 10 years. We calculate that and we could talk about calculations if you wanted, but we calculate what that fair value is. And then you want, here's a good example. Let's say you got a stock that's a $100 share price and a fair value of $200. There you go, 50% off. And we use the analogy like grocery shopping. Let's say you go to the grocery store, you see a gallon of milk of $5, but it's crossed off and it says $250. Ah, there's a deal. I want to buy deals on my groceries and I also want to buy deals on my stocks. Great, great. So is that something everybody can do if I have no idea about investing in stocks? Can beginners do that? 100%, like 80% 80 of our audience are complete beginners. They either heard about stock investing from a friend or YouTube or Twitter or Reddit, and they have no idea where to start, which is the problem. And we solve that problem. It's like, hey, come on in. 20% of our audience, they're the they're more experienced and they just use ticker to save time. But yeah, we, we really serve that beginner audience. Cool. Because beginners uh, often think that the stock market is rigged and only the the, the, <laughs> the uh, companies can win and uh, small business okay. always lose. Yes, yes, I could. Yeah, I could speak to that. So people think it is rigged, and that that is absolutely untrue. That is a myth. What large institutions are doing and analysts that work there, they're investing in businesses that have strong financials. And I'll just kind of unpack that for a second. So when we score stocks, it's very simple to understand. I'll kind of break it down. So we look at the three uh, incomes or the three uh, financial statements in the stock. You have the income statement, the cash flow statement, and the balance sheet. This is all fundamental analysis. And, and what we do is we look at the revenue net income and EPS. Net income are, and EPS are the profitability. And if those numbers are increasing year over year for five years, that's good. That's what we're looking for. Then we look at that cash flow statement. There's one line there. We look at the free cash. That's available cash you can use to like do research and development or buy other businesses or maybe invest in advertising. We want to see those numbers increasing year over year for five years. And then the last statement is that balance sheet. We look at four numbers there. We look at that the assets liabilities, debts, and equity. We want to see assets and equity increasing 
and liabilities and debts decreasing. And if all those numbers are moving in the right direction over five years, you put everything together. I just said eight numbers there. If they're moving in the right direction, that's the higher the score. And with that, yeah, like there's a high probability, no matter if you're a beginner advanced, you're going to make money. And those numbers are, believe it or not, those are the same numbers large institutions are looking for as well. So we're exact, we're doing the exact same thing as them and just really, you know, joining, joining what they're doing because it's not us versus them. It's really investing is everybody can win. Everybody can invest in the same businesses and make money. Mm, that's, that's something uh, good uh, saying everybody can win. You mm -hmm. could often hear it's a zero sum game. And if you win, uh, somebody else has to lose, right? I, I, I can talk about that. So this relates to investing versus trading. So we are all about investing because like I said, everybody can win, but trading, that's when you have people using their emotions. They're trying to time entry points and exit points. Uh-uh. So here are the statistics there. 99.9% .9 of traders lose money. It is it is a very difficult game. We tell we bring traders into our ecosystem and say, hey, here's how you actually make money. Um, and there's a lot more statistics around trading, and we definitely advise against it. And here's a fun one. So as of today, there are about 3,000 billionaires around the world. Of those 3,000 billionaires, how many of them do you think are investors and how many of them do you think are traders? Well, Just take a guess. Uh, what's that? Well, the billionaires, I don't think there's any trader or billionaire. Correct. There are zero billionaire traders. And of the billionaires out there, about half of them are entrepreneurs, another half are investors. So there you go. Awesome. Great. Now, Warren Buffett also says, uh, like, the first rule is don't lose money, right? Rule one. Rule number one. And rule number two is don't forget rule number one. Correct. How do you do that? How do you never May have a loser? Yes, I we we teach this. So, and this is going to sound crazy, but I make sure I do not lose money in the stock market. Like I have the discipline. I never sell for a loss. And I have I can go through two case studies here. So as you just said, this is one of my favorite quotes from him is rule one, don't lose money. Rule two, don't forget rule one. So here's an example. When ticker was an Excel sheet um, and I'm investing and it, it would take me like 10 minutes to analyze one stock. It was ridiculous. Now you can see thousands of stocks analyzed. And I bought a company called Rollins. Rollins, um, what they do is they own different companies like Orkin, which takes care of termites and insects and whatnot, especially here in the States. Bought the stock, was on sale. It changed the overpriced and the share price went down now below my buy price or cost basis. So I was in the negative. So I had two options. I could have freaked out and sold or option, option B would have been follow rule one. And I did exactly that because there's a rule in the market as well called or phrased this way, a rising tide lifts all boats. And what that means is they're going to hit times in the market when things are really good and it's going to lift everything up. And that's exactly what happened. I think I waited about six months for Rollins to be lifted up. It That share price went above my cost basis or average buy price. And at that moment, I sold for a profit and put my profits into other strong businesses. So I pretty much rinse and repeat. Doesn't happen often, but when a stock is going down, I'm in the negative. Don't even worry about it. Follow rule one because I have to remind myself I'm not a trader. I'm an investor.
Awesome. Great. So you actually really never lose money. if you, I do not. I refuse to lose money. You buy yeah. stocks that uh, have a good score, good yeah. companies, and then you just wait for the right time before you sell. Yeah, wait for it to rise up, wait for it to be profitable, and then sell. Okay, great. Thank you. Now, I talk, as you heard in the introduction, about the three pillars of financial success. Mm. Money mindset, money management, money making. Money making is mainly about investing, right? And money management. And you have four pillars of money management. So I'd be interested. Yes. In <laughs> yeah. So with a fill, four pillars, you have uh, what I would call, uh, I'll go over them and I can deep dive a little bit. So you have uh, debt removal, then you have increasing income, then you have increasing wealth, then you have wealth protection at the end. So getting out of debt is really the first stage. And there's guys out there like Dave Ramsey that teach, they have courses and apps and all that kind of fun stuff. If you're somebody who's really struggling with high expenses, you need to figure, get like, let's get a grip on our <laughs> expenditures, go with debt removal, but don't dwell there. Unfortunately, I see too many people dwelling on that first pillar. After you get a handle on that, you want to graduate and you want to move to increasing income with that. It can be, how do I polish my resume to level up my income in my current career? Maybe jump to another company. How do I create a side hustle or how do I create a business or how do I create multiple streams of income? So that's a great place to be. I think a lot of people should spend a good amount of their life. But at the same time, that pillar three, wealth building, that's using compound interest. That's where Ticker really specializes. Is how do we make money work for us? Compound interest is... It's been said, it's the eighth wonder of the world. You need to be using that to your advantage. So that's that that wealth building mode. And then wealth protection is that last pillar. As I mentioned earlier, that's great. If you're nearing financial independence or retirement, or there's a few other scenarios here. Let's say you sold a business. Let's say you sold some real estate, or let's say you inherited some capital from a loved one that passed away. What do you do with that? We recommend go to a financial advisor, wealth manager, or put it into ETFs and index funds. You want to be in wealth protection mode. Don't go buy a new Tesla. Don't go on, you know, don't take three years and spend money on watches and toys. No. <laughs> Protect your wealth, put it in somewhere safe. Okay, great. Thank you. Now, if I start investing and I use ticker to help me, how much time do I need a week, a month, a year to make? Sure. I I play around in ticker like maybe two hours a week. You really only need about 15 minutes a week to kind of look at stocks. Fortunately, one of my favorite features is the watch list. Here's how it works. You can add any stock you want to the watch list. And if anything changes between that summary, that's that on sale watch or overpriced, or something changes with a score or something changes with that margin of safety, you automatically get notified. So it's like the set it and forget it feature because of that. You don't have to be monitoring. You let the software do the heavy lifting for you. So it's like 15 minutes a week minimum. Sounds cool. Um, how much money do you need uh, to be able to? We Yeah, if we use this analogy. So your first objective when investing in the stock market is not to make money. It's to get confidence. And we say this, what you want to do is try to invest with like between $100 and $1,000, smart, small. All you wanna do is get confident. And I kind of use the, the analogy, like when I was a little kid, I'm jumping into the deep end of a swimming pool. It was terrifying, I've never done it before, but after I did it once, I'm like, hey, 
it's not too bad. I can do it again. After you buy that first stock, it becomes a lot easier thereafter. So just start small and you realize that, hey, this is this is not too bad. Okay. So start small. That uh, makes it much easier, of course. Yeah. Great. Now, where can people find uh, the software if they want the, to use that help? Yeah, just go to ticker, uh, ticker.com. It's T-Y-K-R.com. And uh, we have a 14-day a free trial, no credit card. Get in, test drive it, see if it's for you, and then you can move forward from there, tykr.com. Awesome. Thank you. Now, you're making money investing. You're making some money um, uh, renting out the software. Mm -hmm. How important yep. is money for you, Sean? Well, I don't, I believe it or not, I don't place a lot of value on money. What I do place value on and what, what it does for me, which is time. I'm really big on work-life balance. My wife and I, we, we've got a lot of hobbies. We like traveling. As I just mentioned, I took a trip out to Austria, Germany, Switzerland. Um, money gives us that freedom. And that's what I look at. Freedom is important to me. Money to me, is just a tool. Okay, great, great, great. I think uh, that's a good way to see it. Mm -hmm. Now, for people who are still in the wealth building phase, what's your best wealth building tip for our audience? Get started with investing. The sooner you can get money working for you on autopilot, and the stock market is a beautiful tool. I know there's a lot of other mechanisms out there like real estate or investing in private companies or whatever it is, it can be a lot more work. I tell you what, I'm not joking. The stock market is the easiest. And if you use ticker, that's why I created the tool really number one, to solve my own pain with how much time it would consume into this Excel sheet. But seriously, get into the market, make money work for you. The sooner you can do that, go out five years, go out 10 years, you're going to thank your past self for doing exactly that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sean. Did we forget anything important that you would like to add? I think we covered it all, Florian. We covered it all. Wow. We were so fast and well, absolutely start investing. And for me, this ticker software sounds like an amazing tool to make it easier to get into the stock market, right? Right on. Great. Thank you so much for coming, Sean. All right. Thank you, Florian. And thank you everyone for listening. And if you like the episode, don't forget to like it, to subscribe, and please leave a review so other people will have it easier to find us too and see you in our next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money and Business Hero podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you got some value from it. Please take a moment to leave a rating or even better, a review. That helps awesome people like you to find the show and me to produce more and even better episodes. And don't forget to subscribe. If you want to get regular free tips, tools, techniques on how to build wealth and financial freedom, or simply how to improve your financial life in all three pillars of financial success, join my free Money Hero Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Money Hero. Find the link in the description or find out more on the website moneyheroacademy.com. See you there.